Oh no. Conklin. The murderer. Now he's being followed. Okay, so let me just back up here, right? We got uh, Rex Pullman. Rex, uh, I'll call him Rex Pullman. And he is a learned man. He is a scientist. He is studying brains. He's trying to cure paranoia, right? Then he gets a person on the table for the first time ever and actually performs his operation. And when he does, now he starts to have a crazy journey. Look who is following him, his wife. Big deal. Wow. That's it. You're so paranoid. I'm just following you, honey. Right. Where's she going? Is she going on a dinner date without her husband? No. She's she's just going to oh, they're going to. Yes. Uh, they're going yeah. to dinner with the CEO, or I don't know, the big shot, with uh, George Kennedy. Uh, and Doesn't Yen, mm-hmm. doesn't that restaurant reek of new money? It's named really <laughs> after money. I always get a yen for it when uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, well, you know, the currency in Los Angeles is dollars, so you probably can't spend it. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. When you have yen and you can't spend it, you know, even though it's worth yeah. dollars, that's so zen. Yen is so zen yeah. when you can't spend it. It is true. Wow. Look. He thinks he sees Conklin, the murderer. Now he's going to do he something happens. about it. Well, to be fair, as an audience member, we saw, as audience members, we saw Conklin in that. What are you doing? I'm just wearing a white tuxedo in a nightclub or in a cocktail bar. Right. I'm, t- I'm David Byrne. Sorry, Mr. Byrne. But to be fair, when we saw them meet when he left, we saw a lingering shot of the serial killer following him. So he does exist. Yeah, he does exist. And in the end, he'll kill so him. So this is just a... Good. Don't spoil the ending for me. I hate to sit through this podcast and I got it in. So where does he, like... Where does he kill him? I'll let you know. Oh. Look, he sits uh... at the wrong table. What's wrong with him? We oh, he's being, you know, a joke? Like, the movie set us up that he was a intelligent, rational, you know, the smartest guy in the room. Right. And then all of a sudden, after the operation, he saw a serial killer, and now he starts acting so bizarrely, and he begins to have a psychic trip? No, that's not the word. Uh, he's off to dreamland. I don't know. I don't know. What's real and what's not. Well, I know, so you could... You can tell it changed the character because he loosened his tie. Aha! Those subtle director choices. Right. Pax was like, you're loosening your tie? I'm tying my tie as Pax Pullman. So now what they've learned from the operation is you can poke around in people's brains and change their personality. So they want to do like plastic surgery kind of clinics for your brain. 
the new you. Yeah. This Bill Pullman. Bill, I think I can. Bill Paxton. Why the one face? Bill Paxton. Yeah, you idiot. George Kennedy likes that name. God, they're all falling apart. So Bill Pullman, wasn't he? A, do you remember an Ellen DeGeneres movie like Making Mr. Wrong, where she uh, makes a, uh, a date, like makes a guy, and uh, he goes crazy or something? I think that was Pullman. Like, Pullman's done silly comedies. What did you call the, the movie? Ma making Mr. Wrong? Making Mr. Yeah, or Making Mr. Right or Mr. Wrong or something like that. Wrong. It was some movie where, like, they created a human, like, she had a robot date or something like that. I don't remember. I'm checking it out because that sounds so familiar. You know what to do? Look under IMDb, Ellen DeGeneres, and look at the six movies she was in. It's probably one of the six. She was in Trainwrecked. She's Dory, Finding Dory, Finding Nemo. <laughs> right. Yeah, listen, spoiler alert. You know I always spoil the things, like Conklin's going to kill him in the end. I mean, I saw Finding Dory. Yeah, they find her. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. There's Conklin. There's Conklin. So 80s looking. Oh, he's on to him. Hey, you go look at my wife. I love her. Gee, your cigarettes. As the 80s go. <laughs> you could smoke inside. It was no big deal. If you didn't smoke, you were weird. Oh, no, this is Van Nuys, right? So are they still in the valley? I don't know. That's where the, the Van Ness was the location, or Van Nuys, as you say, was the location of uh, Biodome. I don't know about the rest of the film except right. Los Angeles. Wow, this, this serial killer like, shows up anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, could it be that he's not real? Road. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, he does. real. Teleported into the back seat of Pullman's car. Well, items in the mirror may look uh, realer than they are. Yeah, I do. Because if he, sh if Pullman sees them on the side of the road, like right. he can't physically run to the side of the road and stick his thumb out and wait for Pullman to fly by. <laughs> what if someone pulls over and be like, "I don't want your ride. I'm waiting for Pullman." You're waiting for Pullman. He was great at Terminator. He, he was, was great in Weird Science. He was great in Ter yeah, he was he was great in Thunderbirds are go. <laughs> Conklin. Is that recent? Okay, now you know we've been experimenting with some paranoia. So now he sees Paxton screwing his wife. Wow. At least he washed up. Nice watch. Nice swap. Yep, that's your arm. Oh, no. Martha Wayne, you're in trouble. He's got your pearls. Yeah. Batman. Right, Martha Wayne. He had a pearl necklace during sex. 
Catwoman yeah. killed him. It was Joe Chill, wasn't it? Who killed, uh, who shot him? Now, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Conklin has struck again. Now his wife and Bill are dead. No way. Lucky Paxton got out of this movie. Oh, no, 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 so no, no. Were, it's not so easy. So they were really fucking... They were, so Paxton and wife were fucking on the table. That is for real. But then... Oh, my God. Yeah. He's Paxton. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Bill Paxton fan uh, might be even more so now. Pullman's like, see? Can't you tell them apart now? Can me and him apart? Look at that dick. Yeah. Thought you were going to talk about his gouged out eyes. You went straight for the dick. There's the difference. <laughs> Listen, if someone looked like me, they kept mistaking for me, and he's dead on my table. I'm like, first off, check out our dick. Can't be the same. Hey, what's going on with the noise? Sounds like your wife's fucking a guy on the table, and then you ice picked him. I, he didn't do it. Evening, evening, John. Evening, Jimmy. Working again? Nose, nose problem? I'm calling John Wick when the police. Oh, that's why I don't know it. Unless it's Act One, Scene Eight, when I quit. It was Scene Seven. Oh, it was right after uh, he beat up the uh, Russians in Clinton. Uh, the Russians came to beat up, beat him up the first time, and he killed all the Russians, and then the cops showed up. Right, I saw that. The Jersey cops. Evening, evening, John. Evening, Jimmy. You're not back at it, are you again, Wick? Look, I've got some things to sort out. Oh, Conklin is. Ah! It's, oh no, is Conklin going to play with his brain? Is this going to go full circle? That will happen, but not right now. So weird how a brain surgeon has his brain picked on. Yeah. What a coincidence. They should make a movie. I love the clothes. Check out that suit. It's just a vest over uh, with a smock over it. It's not even a suit. No, it's like he's wearing a suit jacket, but he took the jacket part off and put on a schmuck. He's wearing a vest. Yeah, he's got a schmuck on, but underneath it's not. It's like two thirds of a jacket. Right. So Rex thinks he's woken up for the first time ever in this place, and they're acting like it's every day. We go through this with you every single day. You have the same dream. Oh. I don't know what's real or not. I don't know if I should not care about this or not care about the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on, Adam. Can't fuck with male nurses in movies, right? In the loony bin? I'm going with two DTs. You sit down here. <laughs> what was at the last weekend? They had like this male nurse that looked like me. All right, buddy. I saw there you go, bud. That has the greatest joke in the world. He tries to hawk his uh, typewriter for booze, the writer. And every time he goes to the New York City uh, uh, pawn shop, they're closed. 
and he goes to like Zelensky's and like all these, uh-huh. and he goes to this uh, pawn shop like O'Leary's, and O'Leary's locking the door, and he goes, "I don't get it. Why are all the pawn shops closed?" And the guy is obviously Irish. He goes, "It's Yom Kippur." He goes, "Yeah, but you're you're not Jewish. You're Irish." And he goes, "We made a deal. They close on St. Patrick's Day. We close on Yom Kippur." That's what's the joke? Why trade? But the Irish, yeah. That the pawn shops have a deal that on Yom Kippur the Irish pawn shops close, and in return the Jewish pawn shops close on St. Patrick's Day, so they yeah, get a day but, off. But but on Yom Kippur the Jewish the Jewish pawn shops would be closed too. So no no no. Oh, is it no, yeah. competing but, but, business? Then, Yes. Ah, okay. It's a truce between the Irish and the Jews. Why do you take it for what it's worth? Uh oh, <laughs> we're searching the walls. Now, he's the it, crazy one. Right, exactly right. Uh, he has become. Um, excuse me, I'm sorry, I forgot his Hazley. Yeah. Terrible Hazley. Uh, Halsey. He has become Jack Halsey now. Right, he's the crazy one in the institution. And Conklin is his drink. So, was the beginning of the movie him and now he's gone nuts? Or is this him and that was his fantasy? You can't tell. Ooh, this is like Lost Weekend, right? The one with Joel Pullman, the, the David Lynch movie where he turns into Balthazar Getty halfway through the movie. I... I... Are you talking yeah, about David Lynch? Because you said Lost Weekend. Yeah. Lost, well, Lost Highway. Well, no, no. Pollock film. It's black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, ta- oh, okay. I'm talking about a different movie now. Um, yeah, I'm moving on. And, well, it's the one where he goes on the trip, right? It's a David Lynch movie, and he's they go to a motel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like some Robert Blake calls him, acts all freaky, and there's yeah. like a darkened corner in their house where he goes in and never comes out. But he's willing to flow in it. As like a, a lot of people. I remember Henry Rollins. Okay. I guess I'm not sure if yeah. I might be mixing the two because he was in Wild at Heart. What's that? He he played a he was in Wild at Heart. He played a really early guy. Okay, so. that's probably what I'm thinking of. But, but he might have, he might have been in this movie too, and he had a lot of people. I mean, like Robert Blake kind of stood out in Pullman, but yeah, Pullman turns into a different person halfway during the movie. Yes, it's he stupid. goes to jail, and, and then it's <laughs> it yeah. is. Let me ask. Let me just explain yeah. here that Rax is now in his office. Do you remember his office in the beginning of the film? Yeah, but he's not in his office. He's in his shrink's office. But he's so convinced. But he thinks it's his office. Right. Yeah. He, he thinks he's in the office. That's why he talks to the camera. Like the sitcom The Office. Oh. <laughs> yeah. i never seen an episode. Seen the gifts. So he's like, you think this is your office? Right. Yeah. No, but well, he's got really that. good proof. Well, you can look out the window. Over it. 
Okay, the curtains are dramatically closed. It's not what he expects. What the? Look, the etchings on the wall. The reason I knew they were lithographs from the 1800s is because he is proving it's his office. And this is the scene in which I learned that because he tells you about everything. This gotcha. is my office. Now here's Bill Paxton. Huh. No, he was dead. Look at Paxton playing a different character. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, look at my hair mess here. Look at my different hair. Yeah. And I'm wearing a vest, too. Yeah, he's not wearing, like, an 80s go-getter suit. Looks more nerd than uh, Christian yes. Bale in American Psycho. Well, he's playing an accountant. Oh, crunching those numbers. Running away. Bill Paxton loved this story. Who else that? Bill Paxton does this Paxton interview, did? right? He goes. We met for an hour, we talked about Descartes and the meditations and wondering what reality was. And I end up thinking, this man is such a depth of knowledge and it's perverse all the way down the line. So Bill Paxton likes him and Griffin Miller, uh -huh. the player said, who let Adam Simon on the lot? I don't know about that, that's so crazy. Why should you only pussy on the walls? Uh, we're just saying these are crazy people. He's trying to escape, yeah, and so he's he's with a bunch of crazy girls. Haven't yeah. <laughs> we all? Oh, I, I I came from the normal brothel. I must be in the wrong room. Well, there's nothing brothel going on here. No, they're not letting him go. Oh, no, that's the nurse, right? Taking him back to the closet? No, it's a cuckoo bird. Seven minutes in heaven. One second, two seconds. She's a nutbag. Crazy. Trapped in the closet. The closet. Oh, oh no. Go in. Room. Hey, yeah, this office hours. So the guy who wrote this Historical. movie had degenerative aging disease, and he died at 38, looking over 100 years old, the internet tells me. Yeah, that's crazy. Poor guy. Well, I mean, the advantage, of course, is he never got carded at age eight. At, yeah, at least he wasn't, uh, what was that stupid movie with Brad Pitt? Oh, Benjamin Button. Yeah, at least he wasn't Benjamin. Well, he, he had like reverse degenerate aging. Reverse, that's right, degenerate aging. He had baby, I don't know what he had. The tagline to this he film like, is, you have nothing to lose except your mind. What the fuck's going on? Now, Why wasn't I invited to this party? 
he walked into like a torture chamber part of the the asylum. Wow, look at the scratches on his face and yeah. the sleeve. That's from the girls. So he thinks Conklin is sick. Right. Is he though? I can't figure it out. Conklin looks really normal in this. Yes. Because he's the doctor. He's not a murderer. Look, there's nobody in there. It was all in Rex's mind. Is he Rex or is he Halsey? I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to take my, my parents out of this uh, facility. I don't trust this room. Yeah, right. I don't know why this room exists. You're being paranoid, Mr. Spiegelman. Listen, this is just my sex room. You've seen Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, it's a sex room. <laughs> Come on, get with the times. Okay, now they're zapping him. Oh, they're zapping him for real. Are they? He just woke up from oh, a dream. Oh, or did they? Now, this is Bud Court's best acting in the whole movie, and he does it two times in a row. Is that is this the end of Bud Court? Or did he disappear fairly? Or... Well, no, no, we'll see him throughout. We we talked about him before, but I still think I loved him in Heat. He had an uncredited role as a like a parole officer. It was a fast food restaurant. He was like, "If you don't do my job, I'll right. be to the PO." Right, he was an asshole in that film. Yeah. And then the ex-cons buddies came by the restaurant and they said, hey, we need a wheels man. He's like, fuck you, Court. Fuck I'm out of here. Court, you look like Danny Goldman. <laughs> Slam. I'm not Danny Goldman. Now, he is uh, a friend of our show uh, because of gas in 1971. Right. Yeah, a long time ago this was going on. We really did that a long time ago, yeah. He was in Theodore Rex. Yeah, I in the movie. like that one. I do like that one. And that's on YouTube. So everybody knows Harold and Maude and then MASH. But not everybody knows Son of Hitler, 1978. Okay, here comes Bud Court to act. really? He does the same scene but different lines and he's so perfect. Oh, so he keeps waking out of a dream, or is it? Yeah, and then Bud Court shows up. That creepy. You should know he's coming. Boom! Maybe he thought it was Munchie. Now, there's an important part here where they both go, I know I'm real, and they realize maybe they're the same person. Watch. Here it comes right now. <laughs> See that? Jinx. Right. For a second, it's like, I'm the same person. Maybe. Right. You know, like multiple person. You know what I mean? Like, 
that's a kind of a neat twist. I, don't, I haven't really seen a movie where like he's well. That's well, well, it's for done you. well. I mean, we've seen multiple personalities, but yeah. Oh, so is it really the wife, or is it like a doctor, another doctor? Wait a minute. So he's no longer like where he was in that bedroom. He's now in some other. It's just all over the place. He's just free expressing, and obviously, it's in his mind. It's got to be. Well, maybe he had an out of body experience. Yeah, maybe. Why don't you ever think of that? Yeah, why maybe. did I ever think of that? One where he could physically. Do... <laughs> <laughs> she just, she's cool in this movie. She doesn't do much. I mean, there's not much. For no, she to doesn't do. do much, and I didn't even research her. Um, I have her name here. Uh, uh, there's Ellie Taxon. Ellis? No, I guess I don't. Yeah, her name is Ellis. No, that's a guy. I don't know. Uh, no worries. But we know Bill Paxton. Yeah, that must be weird. We know Bill and that turtleneck. God, who dresses these guys? What? <laughs> Reality. Now, one of the board members is Bill Paxton's father. I'm trying to find him for you next time we see the board members. Oh, it's... okay. Oh, cool. William Paxton Sr.? Yeah, uh, no, his name is um, uh, John, John Paxton. And he was an actor and producer. He was in Spider-Man 3 and Spider-Man, but it was all about Bill... Pa I mean, he was 70 years old the first time he was in a movie. It's all about Bill Paxton. Right. But he was executive producer of A Simple Plan with Bill Paxton. Oh, that's a great movie. He ran a lumber company, like, in Texas, you know, when they were great. I don't know. When Bill Paxton hit the big time, he said, forget that. Okay, now this is good. We're in Bud Court's brain. Really? Yeah. big-ass swimming pool. Oh, there he is. <laughs> the C-Court. We're in my brain. Yep. We're in my brain now. This movie makes no sense. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. But he's been like going on like this weird trip this whole time. <clears throat> now that was actually kind of funny. He said uh, there were sea monsters. And he says, is it dangerous? And Bud Cart goes, not for me, because this is my brain. You can't get hurt in your own brain. And then he gets pulled under by the sea monster. Yeah. And they put, like, a little red blood on there. That was a pretty nice touch. Made it to Southern California. Where? Like, if the water was his brain... Okay, Stop doing that. Inexplicably, he's a bum on the or he's on the streets of Los Angeles for no reason. Yeah. Tacky suit. So eighties of Oh, that's uh, he's sending mixed messages there. Yeah. Just threw water on my head. 
I had it for order on you. The boss was looking. <laughs> okay, so somehow he's now freed from the hospital and craziness for a short time, and he begins to wander, and he ends up back at his office and in his back at his building and in his office. Nice. Look how he's all dry, and it's just la la la. I know. Look at my. You know what happens? There's always like a wet. There's always a wet stain on your crotch. <laughs> like, well, I just find that. I don't want too water on me. <laughs> Weird. That's good. Radio staff is there. Yeah, here, I told you already about this, but it says, in the late 80s, Julie Corman got summer interns to go through several hundred old scripts. The best one they discovered was this one written by Charles Beaumont for Roger Corman in the 60s. Director Adam Simon liked it and updated it for modern times. It was shot in 20 days. This was Adam Simon? That's good. Yeah, that's quick. I don't think they didn't waste a single day. Nope. We should not be more than that 20 days. 20 days, that's three weeks. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Look, he opens the window and it's not, uh, right? He's home. He's home. Yeah. That things are there. But there's brain jar, brain wall. No, that's the lab. He's not in the lab. But there's a problem. Look, uh, he's, looking at, he's looking at Halsey's equation that the Eunice Corporation were after. Now he starts to get like, what's wow. going on here? All the diplomas say Halsey. He's not in his office, unless his name's Halsey. Oh, is he still in Halsey's brain? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, Dr. Halsey. This is weird. So what does it yeah, mean? I guess it means like he is Halsey. Oh yeah, check out your certificates. That's real, you know, because he will not forge a... But forge you see, right that. now in his mind, he's Rex. He's not Halsey. So therefore, he's not falling for it. Uh-oh, paranoia. People are coming to get him. Good. Good? Oh, no. They're taking the elevator. Danny Goldman? Yeah, Danny Goldman? There's no Danny Goldman here. That is not. I know it's you, Danny. Danny. Goldman. Right? Imagine, like, Danny Goldman's in trouble with the law and Bud Court's, like, at the shop, right? Yeah. I swear, you got the wrong man. Trees Goldman! No, I'm, I'm Bud Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always says that. Get in the cab. Get in the cop car. Uh, okay, so now we just have the doctor from the beginning, but we he's calling him Halsey, and he gets pissed off about that. Right. I'm not Halsey. So, I don't know. Like, this movie doesn't grab me. Like, uh... You know, he's, I don't know, like, what's this movie trying to say? Like, we're just exploring a guy who's essentially crazy, and we keep getting these hints that he is three people. 
He's Halsley himself, and he's a murderer, Conklin. Uh, and he compartmentalizes those people to keep his sanity. But if he does, why is he insane? I, I don't know. Look, there's the original bum, right? That's my oh, brain. That, that, yeah. Right, the brain snatcher. Right, the brain snatcher. Who got into a, he got into a car accident with the brain snatcher. Right. Is he the bum too? No. I don't think he's the bum too, no. Hey, I want to tell you about Geico. <laughs> You're a Geico caveman? On the Geico's commercials, they go like, <laughs> I didn't know that Geico helped with, you know, rent insurance. They say they use the word helped. I didn't know that Geico helped yeah. with boat insurance. Sure, they'll help you. Yeah, they'll take your money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those commercials are too much. When, when your boat didn't uh, you know what the risk? your money went down the drain. Right. Yeah, I need like help. Ben Stiller. Uh, ben Stiller. Like, uh, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you yeah, off. Yeah, he does. It does, right? Is no, no, it wasn't worth it. You saved me. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow, it's Bill Paxton. Talking to Bill it Paxton. It is. Yeah. This movie is a double billing. I'm a Terminator. Right. That is what he is. Let me guess. Laundry good. day. Ho, ho, ho. You know the story about James Cameron? You know how some directors would always use the same actor? Uh -huh. And Bill Paxton has appeared in so many James Cameron movies. It's kind of like a good luck charm. Like Joe Dante would have Dick Miller in it. Uh, Hector Elizondo was in uh, Gary Shenley, uh, Gary Shenley, Gary Marshall. I can't pronounce Hector Alexander. But there's always like the same guy in all the Clint, Clint Howard's and Ron Howard movies. So Bill Paxton showed up in like, a lot of James Cameron movies. Right. I mean, you can retire nicely being in them. <laughs> oh, and again, in, in Pixar, they keep using the guy uh, Cliff from Cheers to do voices. I don't know why. Well, maybe they like his right-wing uh, politics. Who knows? Uh, Cliff from Cheers had a show where he would go to American factories. Want to know how good a honey is made? We'll go to their factory. Right. right. And I was like, hopefully this guy has so much FU money, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> now, Bill Paxton was in an 80s rock band called Martini Ranch, and they have a song at the end of this movie, and James Cameron directed the music video. Oh, wait, the music video for Brain Dead. I don't Bill Paxton's band. Dead, and it was a song called Reach, uh, featuring other, you know, people who worked with John uh, Cam Cameron, James Cameron. Now, here, he's getting the brain operation on himself. And Conklin, I don't, I don't the brain surger, surgeon. Ah, but they're all the same person. I guess. Look at Kennedy. I love how like, Kennedy doesn't give a shit. There's a guy in the next room getting his brain picked on. 
And he does right. That's his character, though. Gary. He was in Aliens, as you know, James Cameron. And yeah, he had that famous line. Which Game was over, man. Game over. Oh right, right, right. And he said it all wimpy like we're yeah. in trouble. Game over, man. He was in True Lies, another James Cameron. Yeah. He was pretty oily in that one. He played like kinda he kinda you know, like in uh uh Showgirls, she gets a ride with a she hits his ride and this guy's a creep to her. Right. And then, like, two hours when the movie's over, she hits the ride, and it's the same guy. He's like, get out, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think Paxton had a similar role in True, True Eyes. Like, he, he well, gave him the drove by in the beginning. He pretended that he was a spy to right. a lady, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who happened to coincidentally be Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. So he was a car right. salesman and a sleazy one. Right, I remember the car salesman part. He was in Titanic, was he? Well, Pullman was in Titanic. Yeah, he was in Titanic as the uh, leader of the, is the word expedition? I don't know. They were going to raise it. Right, okay, so the Westpac. See, I get those two guys mixed up. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to watch this movie. I don't really want to watch this scene, but. Yeah. I was not driving. Okay, now. Well, where's he now? Well, he's driving. Remember the accident we saw? He's going to essentially yeah, sure. hit himself. Oh, so he's that person too. This is trippy. Whoa! It was him all along. I knew it. Right. And he gets hit. So he saw it from two perspectives. But unlike the rest of the time... He was the same person. He was the same person hitting. Usually he's one of his characters interacting with another one. Right. Look at him, Humpty Dumpty, like. Now, who are these characters? They're out of the blue, and we're at the end of the film. And he's chatting during surgery. It's just tacky. That's right. Is that normal? Well, you know... Well, they do... You know, when they do brain surgery, you hear stories about how, like, someone played a violin while getting surgery on their brain yes. to keep them active, you know what I mean? Like, So there's always like uh, weird stories like that. Like, I'd be like, can you give me a Game Boy? And I'll play Game Boy during surgery. <laughs> That's your anesthesia anyway. Yeah. Nicholas Pryor was uh, in a film we saw too. Uh, I forget which one. His character's name was Bidwell. But huh. Okay, so this is not a good film and now it won't end well. Uh he'll just die. Well, he's gonna get a lobotomy, right? <laughs> Can we give him a lobotomy? Look at him chatting away. Right. They're wrapping up the I'm your hardcore leg this morning. Yeah, right. Is there like seven minutes of credits or is this gonna be like the end? Please be, please be kind and rewind this video. Right. Be kind, rewind. Please, that's oh, the surgery. Eyes on that operating table that we just saw. It doesn't mean we're exactly at the end. All right. 
That looks like his wife. Too. That's the ending I like. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, I... right? Once again. Cool. I'm here for the open mic. <laughs> Polly's over there. The same halls as him. Halsey. I just wow, that's nice. Like, that little star in the corner. What's that? They have like three urinals, and then in the corner they have a little private sitter. Yeah. That's what I I I, I yeah I talked over you. Okay. Yeah. So we saw that footage that was gruesome, and here I have it written. It, it is real. A guy named Walter Freeman. It's an infamous ice pick lobotomy. Um, and the practice damaged the reputation of psychosurgery. Like, it was a really screwed up thing he did. So um, basically, w when, when he's putting a prod in and hitting him, it's... Uh, the same thing is like what was yeah. happening in the real world. You just bonk the brain. It's a bad idea. Gross. Yeah, bad idea. So it's also a bad idea after getting brain surgery to leave your hotel, be able to leave your hospital room and use the bathroom for doctors. Yeah, the public bathroom. Me uh, wear a wig. Me look good. Yeah, now clearly his head was enlarged so that we could get a fake brain. I mean, his head is not a cone head. Oh, I know. I know. Like the last seven minutes that he's been wearing this weird thing on top of his Now, this is gross. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a prop. It's a prop. It's not really his skull. Wasn't it? That wasn't in the trailer, though. There's butterflies. He's free. Yeah. Life is but a butterfly. What a bad... Yeah, I've been jerking off the whole time. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, no, it's just theater in the operating room. Listen, we love Corman, but this film... He's brain dead. Now he's dead dead. Yeah, he's dead dead, is what he is. Oh. But the okay. if seen. he's really dead, then right now we're not in his fantasy world, right? We're in the real world. That's... So he really had the wife and he really had the friend Bill Pullman. I mean, Bill Paxton. Right. Yes, so if that's that. true, that means that, that Eunice Corporation was real. But are they dating? Like... Paxton and the wife? Never. No. But, like, that's where it's going to go if the film continued. What a horrible job. You have to, like, clean up around the dead body. See the butterfly? Yeah, gross. In the real world. How do they world? do that? Where am I? And, no, like, of the real world, we're done with this movie. No, oh, no, no, what here's am I dreaming? The ending. Whoa! He was a brain in a jar all along. Among other brains, other individuals. Whoa! No, he wasn't a brain was in a jar story. all along. No, he, 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 when oh, he died, yeah. he got put on a shelf. And it says Rex Martin. So therefore, I think right, it's really... in the real world, he was Rex Martin. 
I think he was a brain in the jar all along. Okay. And he was made so bored he made up this story. Uh, yeah. What a bad movie. Thank you, Mike. Terrible piece of crap movie. Carl, uh, this is the point of the show where I ask you, yeah. what did you think of the movie, Carl? Yeah, I think it was uh, a dog, man. I agree. It was gross. I like, it was I gross and it was completely incoherent. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it was incoherent, though. It was There was something like kind of off about this movie. If you're going to see this movie, well, you know, gross. see Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. Wait, don't do that, Carl? If you're going to see this movie, like, reconsider. Don't watch it. Instead, watch Jacob's Ladder. It's the same movie, so much better. Yeah, I've never seen Jacob's Ladder, but I know I know the ending of that movie. Yeah, it's worth it. it I mean, right. if you die and you haven't seen Jacob's Ladder, that's okay. You're still going to make it into heaven. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have the time, you should see it. It's it's not such a... Eh. <laughs> yeah. But it's good to have an All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't afford to uh, virtually rent Jacob's Ladder, then you're, you're in luck. We got to see the free screening of Brain Dead. Virtually rented? 1990. The virtual part is me paying. Oh, right. I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, Jacob's Ladder, it's available on one, two, three movies. Three. One, two, three. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, hey, Carl. The virus. Uh, let's, uh, I'm really excited to uh, discuss next week's movie. Yeah, that makes one of We made it to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a movie by uh, from director Adam Simon, and it's, his, uh, <laughs> it's a follow-up to his Brain Dead movie, and it's called Carnosaur. <laughs> Roger Corman, I assume. Roger Corman. 1993. I see Roger Corman's official YouTube page has the trailer. Oh, we got to go with that, right? All right. So, I, uh, Carnosaur, right. 1993 official trailer, and Roger Corman's official page is our channel, and slide it back to 000. Okay, perfect. So you gonna do the countdown for us? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna play the audio. I'm gonna play the audio. Yeah. Thanks for this. Thanks for this. The same producer. The same director. Is it going to be the same piece of crap? Okay. Ready. Three, two, one, go. I think the same dinosaur shows up in this movie too. The dinosaur from Brain Dead. The, the carnosaur. Look at that Simon direction. No wonder Elvin was uh, jealous. Look, baby's carnosaur. Some kind of lizard. Uh, I'm an angry hand puppet. I am mad. So far, this movie looks great. Did you see that? Very 90s, too. Did you see the Jeep? Clearly, yeah. the Jurassic Park ripped this off. I'm telling you, Jurassic Park with this total movie off. Yeah. Oh, just play the car, Diane Ladd. <laughs> wow. Yeah, more out of Simon. This time, he, it's a lot different from Brain Dead because there's dinosaur. I mean, Carnosaur. Yeah. It's no walk in the Jurassic Park. Wink, wink. 
and make a great and theme make a great park. park. Holy cow! Yeah. That's well, so Jurassic Park. As you know, as you know, Carnosaur came out the same weekend as Jurassic Park in '93, uh, uh, and I saw it in the theater, and it was and we did it all ironic, uh, like. <laughs> so it is not. All right. Uh, uh, you know, Jurassic Park did not rip off Carnosaur. It's the other way around. Yeah, it's a classic Corman movie. He heard of the sensation that was going to happen, and he made his own version and released it at the same time. But it wasn't like it. it if I saw it, I saw the Boston premiere back in '93. Uh huh. And it was over at the Brookline Theater. So the Brookline Theater is an art house movie. You know, it's a double okay. screen art house movie. So it wasn't like it premiered at Lowe's. You know, but it was out there that weekend. It was there for the publicity. Gotcha. So that's the movie, and the, the great guy I am mad is in this movie. I don't know how many times I have to stress what a waste of her talents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is our movie next week. We're going on an Adam Simon tour. We're going to we watch a full film retrospective of both his directed films, uh, and the second one is going to be next. As I said, we do air uh, here on Mini Radio, and, and listen, all are all. <laughs> yeah, and listen, the only sponsor we have is Mutiny Radio. Want to help us out? Yeah. Go to Venmo, donate money to the station. Their handle is at Mutiny Radio, and uh, you can check GoFundMe. I I believe now that the drive is done, but we're trying to keep the lights on past October. So yeah, send what you can and. You know, if it closes, we'll be around somewhere else. But uh, <laughs> meanwhile, we love Mutiny Radio. No, I'm kidding. Right. We don't want Mutiny Radio closed. Yeah. No, uh, no, and, no, uh, no, so, no. As a matter of no. fact, listen, if you're feeling no, lazy, no, no, just no. go to mutinyradio.fm and hit the donate button. You'll be paying them. Hit the donate button. <laughs> mutinyradio.fm. All right. I'll sing a call song. Oh, what a pleasure. It was great hanging out with you. This was a good one, even though the movie was a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, and I thank you so much for researching it and watching it more than once, uh, just so we could have this experience. And of course, audience, thank you. The show's called Let Us Watch, a full-length movie on YouTube, and we couldn't do it without us being involved, you and us. And this is a big, bad movie to, to sit through with other people. There's no way I would have made it. You're better than I am, Carl. I don't yeah. think I would have made it without this. Is a bad, bad uh, Or by myself. <laughs> you guys like Carl? Check out CarlSex.com, uh, and I'm somewhere on the internet. I don't even I don't even know what's going on this week. Uh, but thank you guys so much. All right, thanks, Mike. Bye. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, Carl. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird comedy. Chinese noodles and, and 
German strudels. <laughs> you should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. 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 L-W-A-F-L
So uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. This is Buckhouse Square. It's Mutant Radio. Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Killed him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man Oh yeah, and I got some contributors in there too. Oh, why does a vigilante man? Why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land Taking you nowhere Angel Look at that sky, life's begun Nights are warm and the days are young And pulling some strings Angel Come on up the baby Then walk luck and you looked in time Never the back walk tall Act Shadows, run for the shadows. 
years Run for the shadows in these golden years Taking you nowhere Angel Come up the baby Run for the shadows Run for the shadows Run for the shadows In these golden years I'll stick with you baby For a thousand years Nothing's going to chew In these golden
You always get me on the telephone I'll even come to your home if you're ever alone
Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Hey, that's Neil Young, and uh, comes a time, uh, you know, man, that's just a good song for, for these times. Uh, hey, um, hey, my name's Sean, and uh, this is Bug House Square, and uh, this is Mutiny Radio at the uh, corner of 21st and Florida in beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. Uh, I guarantee right now that it is, looking out the window, it's sunny there. It is. We're uh, we're well into spring. Uh, we're well into this uh, social uh, distancing, quarantine, uh, distancing, uh, whatever you want to deal with it. It, it. it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. So um, yeah, we're uh, doing what we got to do to do. Uh, thank you so much for doing what you got to do to get uh, involved in this. Um, yeah, uh, 
ah, you know, how you doing? Um, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing, I got to say, uh, um, I feel like I'm doing better than uh, the, the most. I have, uh, I'm, I'm able to work. Um, we still, I can get food, you know, the bills are paid. Um, I mean, we're basically kind of <laughs> along, you know, like right at the, at the radar level, uh, just below. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, that's, I think enough is a feast right at this point. So, um, if you got more than you need, um, reach out to those around you of course this is just like ridiculous things to say i mean everybody knows that this is what has to be done and you've already been doing it because we've been into this for uh you know it's a couple months now and who knows you know i mean this could be this would be uh, crazy shit where it just goes on and on but at some point we'll um i was thinking about <laughs> i was thinking about like uh 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 the human race and 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 what it's gone through over the <laughs> over the eons and uh this is just another one of those things that it's really uh it's it's very interesting and some of the stuff you know i, I mean i don't know how accurate it is but people who are very um fervent in 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 figuring out like how shit happened you know so it's not like they have agendas you know they really want to figure out like what people were doing like you know um hundreds of thousands of years ago and people were around then and a lot of things have uh changed since then and a lot of things are going to go uh on changing so this is going this is very uh we're living in very interesting times that's all i can tell <laughs> that's what i tell my kid it's just like oh man i am so sorry but you know what you got like <laughs> this is like front row seats to the uh you know to this madness so um yeah um uh, i've had a, a a decent week um i've uh, uh you know i've uh, i'm working <laughs> i'm trying to do a little uh uh things around the house trying to keep uh it's it's still it's hard because uh like my, my kid and partner they're home and i i i'm free to a certain extent, you know, to do, you know, so I'm, I'm out, and then, uh, you know, when I come back, it's like, you're back. Well, that's not like that. <laughs> they don't, 